I worship at Metro because of the power of God. I think we have to be authentic and come and give gratitude to him. We have to give thanksgiving to him. And when you come with your heart, God accept the uh, gratitude that you gave him. And I worship because of that, because God is awesome, is everlasting, is the one that always deserves all the honor and glory, and we give him all the adoration. This is the Metropolitan United Methodist Church Podcast. The restorative God. At times, even the most devout Christian needs to be refreshed. We need to be reminded of the power and the grace that is ours, that comes to us only by the unconditional love of God. Our text has two important facts for our Lenten journey. First, that God gives us peace in the midst of conflict and life in the shadow of death. God gives us peace in the midst of conflict and life in the shadow of death. Secondly, the shepherd calls us to follow in the world where God's mercy is often scorned. Walking in the path of righteousness for the sake of God puts us at odds with the world. The restorative God. To live by Psalms 23 would mean that we need to ignore all of the messages from the world that tell us that we need more stuff, that we're not happy, that our lives are not fulfilled when we aren't looking for worldly endeavors. Psalms 23 resets our mind. It resets the hyperactivity of our lives. It helps us to understand that no matter what is going on in the world, the shepherd comes and makes us lie down. The shepherd leads us to still waters. The shepherd is that source that restores all of who we are. In other words, it is God who gives us back our lives. Central to the theme of this psalm is to fear no evil. Evil in this day and age is a very real thing, but we need to be always mindful that God's presence is here even in the midst of the despair. As I prepared this sermon and thought about all of the things that have happened this week, the anguish of another shooting at a school, the anguish of children dying, being in the right place, doing the right things, and their lives are gone. I was reminded that the Lord is my shepherd. This verse moves us on to help us understand that no matter where we are, that we can count on God's presence to be there. Even when it seems that evil is overtaking, that evil has the upper hand, that we as people of faith have to continue to lift our eyes to the light eternal, to spread the good news and to understand that God is still working even in the midst of the darkness, even in the midst of the despair, even in the midst of things that we do not understand. Understand the Lord is our shepherd.
The psalm promises us that God is with us, anointing our heads with oil, that our cups are overflowing with the abundance of God, that the power and presence of God is poured over us time and time again, that God's goodness pursues us woos us, according to Wesley. Even when we are not looking for God, God is seeking us out. That God's power and presence might be made real in our lives. David in this psalm asserts that God offers us renewal and refreshment on the journey He says that he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters and restores my soul. This is the same David who wrote, my soul thirsts for thee. This is the same David who wrote, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? David had experiences in life in which he was challenged. He had times when he felt like God had left him alone. But even in the midst of that journey, he knows that God is the good shepherd. In this season of self-examination, in this season of repentance, it's important for us to know that God can restore us on the journey, that God is there present even in this moment. There are times when we have difficulties being honest with ourselves about who we are in the world, why we do some of the things we do, why we say some of the things we say. Some of us, like Paul, would say, Lord, the things that I would do, I don't. And those things that I would not do, I do. Help this wretched soul of mine in this season of Lent. Ask God to reveal to us those things that God would remove from us. I have always been one who chuckled at people giving up things for Lent because they couldn't wait until Easter Sunday morning to resume whatever it was. And as a child, I just thought, how stupid. You can't wait to get back to that which you were sacrificing to let go of. And so in my adult life, what I've attempted to do during this Lenten season is to ask God, what is there in me that no longer needs to be, that is not serving my highest good, which is not leading me where you would have me to go? That thing, oh God, remove from me so that on Easter Sunday morning, indeed, I have a resurrection experience new life, new possibilities, a new understanding of how to be in the world. This psalm reminds us that we are with God no matter where we are, and that the shepherd in the most difficult times is helping us look at our issues, those issues that are draining us, those issues that keep us from being whole, those issues that keep us from being real and authentic in this world. There are times when we have conversations with people and we act as if we've never had any brokenness. And so when we see them in their pain, they think there's nothing they can learn from us. God calls us 
as a restorative God to take our mask off, to show the places that God has healed us, to show the places that God has walked us through so that because of our healing, we are able to provide a source of healing for those around us. Allow people to see how God took that unmanaged anger, how God took that rage, how God took that selfishness and that greed and turned it into something different that is life-giving and not destructive. Be willing to show our true selves, to lie down before God and say, Lord, search my heart, search my mind, let there be, if there's anything in me that is not of you, God, remove it now. That in this season of repentance, in this season of renewal, that I will come out on the other side truly a new creature in Christ Jesus. That resurrection is possible each and every day of our lives because when we seek to live the life of the resurrected God, when we seek to be the power and presence of God that is alive in us, lives can be changed. The restorative God. It's the God that allows us to look at our own wretchedness, our own sinfulness, our own despair, and to ask the question, God, what can I do to become more of who you would have me be? We look at the senseless conflicts all around us, young people who are barely grown, going to war, dying for no good purpose at all. We live in a heartbreaking world. We are living in a society that in many ways makes no sense at all. And yet in this time, we are called to be the voice of God. We're called to be the hands and feet of Jesus. We're called to let the Spirit revive us so that we're not so drained that we can't be that reflection. Sometimes we go into our prayer closets and it's as if we don't have words. Or if we read the word of God, the lines just seem to run together and none of it makes any sense. Our spiritual fire is going out and we're left feeling empty and alone. It's into these moments that the restorative God speaks a word of healing. It's into these moments that the restorative God says that I am your true hope. I am your true peace. I need you to hear that I am present even in this moment. This Lenten season is an opportunity, an invitation for us to be really present with God. It's an invitation for us to say, God, I need your power. I need your wisdom. I've been trying to do it on my own. I've come up with my own conclusions, and yet I keep finding myself at a red light that won't seem to turn green. God, I need you to place your hand on the pulse of my life. 
I need you to turn those things in me that are not a reflection of you upside down so that it might become what you would have it to be. I need you to deliver me. These are words that sound so old-fashioned, out of date, but I want to encourage us today that in this season of Lent that God is still changing lives. In this season of Lent, God is still restoring souls. In this season of Lent, God is still making a new way out of what seemed to be no way. The restorative God who places us in the stillness of a pasture that's green, fertile, rich with possibilities by cool, calm, still waters. Waters that have the power to refresh Waters that have the power to renew. Waters that have the ability to move us into right relationship with God. The good shepherd knows when we need a rest. The good shepherd knows when we need to come away from the busyness of the world and allow ourselves to be still and to be quiet. The Good Shepherd knows when we put all that we have to the test, that it's only coming step by step in line with God, that we can go to the next level. God invites us to a place of renewal and restoration, a place of wholeness, to lay down in that moment those weapons that we think we need to protect ourselves, to lay down those images and those ideals that don't promote health and wholeness for all of God's people, not just for people who look like me, who sound like me, who believe like me. The restorative God. Charles Spurgeon says it this way, blessed are you when the waves of affliction wash you upon the rocks of trust in God alone. When the currents beneath cause you to look up to the light above, it's only when we come face to face with the reality that we've done all we can do, but now we need to trust in the shepherd, the one who is leading us and guiding us, the one who takes us beyond the, the valleys, beyond the shadows, the one who is there to say that I am your somebody. So often we're looking to the world to answer our hurt, to give us wisdom and hope. But what this psalm reminds us is that God is all we need. And this Lenten season, God invites us to have an honest conversation with ourselves 
a true assessment of where we are in light of where God is calling us to be. The restorative God wants to know what you need to release this Lenten season. The restorative God wants to know what you need to embrace this Lenten season. God is here in this moment willing to accept all that we are just as we are. I invite us to be mindful as we enter into a holy season of Lent that we do so in the grace of Jesus who is our Christ. The word of God for the people of God. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Metro UMC podcast. Please join us for worship at 11 a.m. on Sunday mornings or at 5 o'clock on Tuesdays for 5 o'clock rush. You can find more information at metroumc.org or on Facebook under Metropolitan United Methodist Church. Metropolitan United Methodist Church is a biblically-based, multicultural, diverse, Christ-centered congregation where everyone is welcome. Intro and outro music by the Marvin Jones Trio and their recording, I Remember You.